welcome my friends to the Clay Matthews Jr.'s uncle's episode of the Somebody Said Podcast. Bruce Matthews, Oilers, number 74. Sure. No? He was, he's in the Hall of Fame. So I gave all 74s last week, thinking last week was 74. So Wait, wait you gave 74s? Oh, they were all 74s. But they remind me of Hurricane, so you didn't care. Pump, you won. <laughs> no, no, you should have won. Bucks. Ali Marpet. <laughs> Thanks. I said Pump, it last week. You still won. <laughs> <laughs> Take us home. All right. Uh, Bears Hall of Famer Jimbo Covert protected Dan Marino's blindside at Pitt. Sure. Wow. You really gave all 74s last year? Yeah. Last week? And they were Miami Hurricanes, so y'all didn't, we wouldn't have caught yeah, it. Didn't catch it. Like, when you thought Miami Hurricane people, I just assume that these people actually exist. I thought about just start calling out random names. FSU. Yeah. <laughs> we should, actually. What? Just start calling out random names from Florida State people, because would you really know? I mean, Probably at this not. point in the show, if I start doing it, yeah. <laughs> well, if, if you start if calling Pump does it. Y- y'all would check each other on the Florida State. That's probably true. So me calling out Miami people, but I'm I'm owning it and I'm admitting we to trust it. You. Thank, and you know, and this is how I keep the trust going by admitting my wrongdoings. I like that. That's, that's actually very big of you. I'm surprised Chai didn't say anything to you. Yeah, Chai must have took a week off. Yeah, because apparently he's doing like, fact checking. I'm I'm curious on what he fact checks. So he used to text me. He's got a note of people probably. that we missed. Oh yeah. Or like wrong, wrong stuff. So why didn't you bring him up? Which I've had, I've had to correct him. He was like, oh, he was like, oh, this person didn't wear that number. And I'm like, well, they actually did. It was just for like two seasons. He's like, oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Typical gator. <laughs> Speaking of gators. Hmm. Not yet. Hmm. Wait on it. Don't, oh. Is that what they call bearing the lead? Is that what bearing the lead is? Or is that just rushing to things it, no there are there are bigger stories for us to talk about okay that's fine much bigger stories somebody said podcast episode 74 the man to my left is unk shay yep man to my right is breeze yeah i am pump we have a uh, i guess somewhat of a condensed show today i mean it's not much sports to talk about a couple big things happen some cool things happen um some flat earth things happen <laughs> I, I see what you did there. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, it's it's weird to not have a lot of sports to talk about, but it's always sports to talk about. There is. I mean, Breeze, any X Games happen over the weekend? Or no, no X Games, but I am gearing up for the World Cup. So I'm oh, gearing up for that. I forgot that's actually a thing. It's I'll try. I'll try sport. to get into it. Thank you. I'm surprised you're not just, more just into shoot it. Shoot me a text. Actually, that was my best sport coming up. I just never Even actually got into reason. watching it. Well, okay. you are Jamaican, so. Yeah, that's normally what we're first taught but outside of track Did you field. assume that he was like more of a bobsledder or something? Or No, soccer. It's not coming. Okay. Soccer is the biggest sport in Jamaica, right? Track and field. Well, okay. If, you, if you're not fast, you're, you're playing. You play soccer. Fo- football. Football. Fo- football Americano? Speaking of which, Shelly Hand broke her record. Frisia Price. She's back. Shelly Ann Frisia yes. Price. Thick as porridge. No, does mean shout out to shout out to Dola. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Dola. All right, my bad. All right, we're getting way off track. All right, so we'll talk about a few things, but of course we first have to talk about our sponsors. 
Somebody Said Podcast, sponsored by the Law Office of Clinton Paris, who take the pain out of being hurt. Got a hit unk up uh, in a couple days because, again, you just put him on retainer. He's good. Oh, he's great. One of the random things for those listening, random if you fact. are looking to purchase a home in Tampa, mm-hmm. hit him up. Oh, I'll keep that in mind. Oh, I didn't know I was going to be like for you, but no, you can't move to Tampa. Why not? Nah. I've lived in Tampa nah. before. Mm, Doesn't mean you have to different. do it again. Yeah, no. Nah. I mean, if it if it works out in my interest, why not? Mm, nah. No, nah, because it wouldn't work out in our interest. Right. You need to stay on this side of the bridge. Yeah. All right. Let's be selfish for a while. Yeah, I'm totally being selfish. Yeah. Making totally different. Yeah. Not saying that we'll help you like pay rent here, but yeah, just stay here. Yeah, just yes. thug, thug it out. And thanks. I wasn't gonna say thanks, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> we are also sponsored by the Red Lady Rum Punch, the official beverage of the Somebody Said Podcast, which, again, I think we need to come up with a new be- We haven't come up with a new beverage in a while. Well, I think we should wait till we get our cans. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy I finally said that to you guys because everybody should just watch that clip. And you, and you saw him smiling, right? Like, he, he couldn't help himself from smiling. So I literally said I'm gearing up for the World Cup. It doesn't start till like, November. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, All right. I literally have nothing to look forward to until fall camp starts. Woof. That's fine. Uh, baseball. I watch Rays. Apparently the Rays are just being bullish. They're chugging along. I mean, at this point, the Yankees are pretty much running away with that division, so. All rise. Oh, shit, throwing the uh, freak. the law and order little gavel there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be great. Okay. Later? I'll work on it, yeah. Yeah, cool. I don't have it on cue, but. It's fine. It's fine. Um... Let's kick off with some NBA action. We had the 2022 NBA draft kickoff. Um, I told you guys that somebody's going to be stupid, but it's not going to be the, you know, what? I'm, I'm going to call them by their government name, the Orlando Magic. No, no S. <laughs> no S. No S today. They weren't foolish. They took Paulo Banchero, first pick. Now, the Thunder were foolish, and they took Chet. I personally don't get it. I'm anxious to see what he's going to be. But overall, thoughts on the draft? Um, the, the draft is is never that exciting to me. It hasn't been exciting to me for a few years. Um, I, I think the most exciting draft was probably the, the Zion draft, only because I wanted to see where those Duke players were going to go. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'm not excited about people who come out of the draft. Yeah, the last draft I was excited about when it was uh, Lonzo Ball and Tatum at the top. And obviously, the, I'm a Laker fan, so we made the wrong pick in going and get Lonzo, who's yep. no longer with us. I didn't want him when we picked him, by the way. Right. I was, Of course, we wanted Tatum as Duke fans, but so obviously, we, we see how that's working so out. So he could let you down in the finals? <laughs> at don't least he that. got to the don't, finals. Don't, right. I mean, yeah, the right. Lakers would have surrounded him with... Mm-hmm. Better weapons, of course. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm with you. The draft ain't as exciting. And I do think Orlando got it right. They didn't get in their own way. They didn't – a lot of – when you have the number one pick, you oftentimes you try to overthink it when it's obvious. And Banchero reminds me of Jason Tatum in a way. He may not be the same guy, but he could, he could do a lot of things that he can do. And he instantly becomes the best player on the team, in my opinion. Yeah, he's he's definitely the most talented for me. Mm-hmm. When he just he walks in the door with a ton of talent, 
unfortunately, and it'll be up to him to decide what his future is, I see a whole lot of uh, Mike Beasley. Mm. Where he was like 16, mid-range. He's athletic, but not like uber athletic. He's yeah. not like punching on people. He can do some of everything. The 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 foundation is higher than most guys wake up with. But it's like he's gotta find something that's like his at the next level. I don't know if it's, you know, a Tim Duncan mid-range type of career. I, I don't know what it's going to be, but I feel like it is real. Mike Beasley ish, right? And I, I was a I huge that. Mike a Beasley comparison. fan out of college, yeah. out of Kansas State. Dude, and then that's a very interesting comp because I also think about what that draft was. And obviously, my Bulls had the number one pick in that draft. And there was a lot of conversation about should it be Mike Beasley or should it be Derrick Rose? And I mean, clearly, the Bulls got that one right. Yeah. But at the same time, they also took a future MVP. So again, when I'm sitting here and I'm looking at these drafts and I'm thinking about, you know, how these players, you know, pan out, how they project, how many people have gone like maybe top three that have panned out to what Derrick Rose did? Like even in that short, you know, brief little, you know, spurt that Derrick Rose was there, like has anybody gotten close to topping that recently? Tatum's came the closest. Okay. But I can't really think of anybody else off the top of my head right now. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a number one overall picks right now who have been like Zion's no that. is a no show so far. Mm-hmm. So far, yeah, Zion's a no show so far. Anthony Bennett, is a bust. But I, Anthony Bennett is forever ago, man. Come on, <laughs> come on, man. Anthony Bennett was forever ago. I'm trying to think who are some recent number one picks. I'm actually drawing a blank. Wiseman, like, like he, you mentioned, he's been hurt. Well, he, he, he had he injury could, he issues. He should be something next you year. You mentioned the the Jason Tatum Lonzo Ball draft. Neither of them went number one. Who was number one in that draft? Right. Uh, what what draft was that? I, I'm I'm blanking on the year, but now Lonzo went number two. Jason Tatum went number three. So I'm blanking on who even went number one. Was that 2017? Oh, Anthony Edwards has been a hit. Obviously, it's okay. kind of early. So so these are the past number one picks. Um, we had Cade Cunningham last year. Anthony right. Edwards. Zion, DeAndre Ayton in 2018, Markel Fultz 2017, Ben Simmons 2016, Carl um, Anthony Towns. I think that he's okay. Yeah, he's yeah. Cat's been a hit. He's no le- MVP yeah. though. No, he's legit. Was, um, was Fultz in the Lonzo Tatum draft? Uh, I think that was. I feel like 2017. Right I that. think that that was. Uh, let's let's figure that out. But just keep going. It's fine. Okay. So. Um, uh, but, of, but but of then, that run though, it's looking like Derrick Rose and Cat's the closest thing. Um, yeah, I mean Derrick Rose was a twenty oh eight draft. So no, I mean we well actually I take that back. So from Derrick Rose, you did have Blake Griffin, pretty solid career in, sure. in I think, no MVP no, though. No MVP, but solid. John Wall in twenty ten. Hey, you see where that's at. Okay, John also MVP at the bank. Kyrie in twenty eleven. <laughs> okay, Luna Kyrie. Brown in twenty twelve. Okay, and then Anthony Bennett, and then you got. An NBA champion this year, Anthony Wiggins, or I'm sorry, Andrew Wiggins, yeah. um, who again, whose career didn't pan out to a number one pick, but he came to. He's a role player, though. Uh, most of those guys you're you're talking about are role stars. players now. Yeah, but were drafted to be stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't you don't need the sound effects. This no, it's that would be fitting though. For, it, it, it if would. they won, if they had won, yeah, yeah. A lot of these guys are turning into to role players. I think DeAndre Ayton. I mean, he's. He looks nice, but again, I don't think any of these guys 
are gonna you think any of these guys will win an MVP anytime soon? Uh I think Kyrie's window is closed. Tatum. And I'm still on the Tatum band. But he didn't go number one overall number though. One. Oh so of guys on that list who still have an opportunity. I mean, not bet not betting on Ben Simmons. Yeah, I think the the only one and 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 this is a far shot because he can't stay healthy would be Anthony Davis. Anthony yeah. Davis has MVP level play when he's healthy, yeah. but yeah. we know how that goes. Okay. You don't you don't think Anthony Edwards could take that next step eventually? He's got to get out of Minnesota, I think. Uh, yeah. Or he's got to do just ungodly things yeah. to win an MVP in Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. So they got to go back to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> for, for me too, I guess one of the things like, I I thought the most interesting thing of you know the Bulls didn't get our guy at eighteen definitely wanted Mark Williams I think that that combination in all honesty I like what Charlotte has as far as young talent they have a lot of young really good exciting players now I don't think that they'll be able to keep them I don't know if Charlotte can be a sustainable winner and if they can't keep Melo then. That thing's gonna go down real quick. Well, apparently, what they're looking to do is is move Gordon Hayward, which, which is, I, they overpaid they a little should, bit. Yeah. So they're gonna move him. They can bring in a nice, solid piece because I still think they need mm-hmm. they need an adult in that room, right? Like, it, like if you put like a Jimmy <laughs> Butler on that team, I think they could be dangerous, right? Yeah. They need somebody yeah. like that who will come in and be the leader. All those young boys will respect him. And he'll put those guys where they need to be. Mm-hmm. They need something like that. I don't know who it is. I haven't thought about it long enough. But they need somebody like that. And now, like, it's just it's so aggravating. <laughs> You're <laughs> aggravated with lightning and thunder now? Yeah, because of you. <laughs> Florida, Tampa Bay is the lightning capital of the world. Whatever. Last yeah. thing. So, so, again, the most interesting thing I think happened at number five with Jaden Ivey. I'm actually anxious to see him paired with Kay Cunningham in, in Detroit. Detroit is kind of a wasteland. <laughs> I get yeah. it. But, I mean, we know what Kay Cunningham can do. And I think that Jay Nivey, you know, we've seen him, Purdue went on a nice little run. Yeah, it be It's going to be really interesting to see those guys together, hopefully for the next couple of years. I was going to say that was my biggest take from the draft was what the Pistons did. Because they also got Jalen Durden as well. By way of the trade from the Knicks, <laughs> so him, uh, Ivy, and Kade Cunningham—that's a—that's a good young core to to build around, and they're taking the right step, the, the right step in the right direction. So I'm interested to see what they do moving forward, and also we got to shout out MJ for finally starting to get it right. For, <laughs> it seems like for years, Jordan—he's made the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. year in and year out mm-hmm. and I think he's starting to realize maybe he's starting to get advice from outside of his knowledge yeah to, to where he's making the right pick so I mean, we, we got we got to identify that as well that's that's, that's 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 true I think when he finally stopped being the GM stop trying to be Jerry Jones and just be the owner get out of his own way right so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that too so my sleeper pick and I think I don't think anybody's going to ever pay any attention to it and I could be way off it could mean nothing the Spurs took Jeremy Sohan mm. from Baylor. He was really their sixth man. Mm-hmm. He was a long, rangy defender at 6'10", 230, tenacious. He had a whole lot of, like, Ron Artest's defense mm-hmm. where, like, he was getting guys' heads. He was frustrating to play against. 
him under a pop is kind of scary to me because pop has a we all know has an ability to get the best out of guys yeah. right he's able to, to take a guy and turn him into something more sohan had the ability to shoot a three it wasn't great he could shoot the three he could score a little bit but he was he was a pest on defense at 16. Him playing under Pop is a little scary to me. I don't. I don't think it's like not many people are going to pay attention to it. It was kind of kind of like a Kawhi pick. It, it feels. I don't want Diego State. San Diego State. <laughs> San Diego, and they named it San Diego. I was afraid to say that because I know how people will take that. I didn't want to throw out the Kawhi thing, but honestly, that is kind of like to me the ceiling, which is a really really high ceiling for this kid. Mm-hmm. You know, he was one of their top scorers for Baylor. I think their best defender, he was a six-man, but I think he played, like, starting five minutes. Mm-hmm. I think that is one of those sneaky picks where Pop was like, yeah, give me that kid. Mm-hmm. Something to just keep your eye on. I do, I do want to get your opinion on something. Uh, Wendell Moore got drafted in the first round. I know, I know how much we talk about him in our text when we're watching the games yeah. and how yeah. trash he is. You guys had four Dukies go in the first round, right? Yeah. It is. yeah. yeah. Very good day for Duke Blue. I don't Dallas. think two of them should have went in the first round, but okay. it's Duke. You guys get drafted on potential now. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? So I, I think Wendell has a lot of ability. I don't remember. Where did he go? Do you remember where he went? Uh, uh, Wendell went, to, went to, to the Mavericks. To the Mavericks. Yeah. So, and then traded, traded to Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. So I think there's a lot of ability right now. I think his best his best position right now is a six man. Like I would not want him on starting lineup because the consistency isn't there. Right. Like, he has a talent. We saw oh, that yeah. dude, right? There yeah. were there were games, there were nights where it's like, man, this he looks like a lottery pick. And then there's nights where more nights than off than none that he doesn't show up. I see what you did there. He's not we're, out there. Way too many of those. Yeah. So I think the potential's there. I don't know if Minnesota's the place to be because there really isn't great leadership there. Like those guys are all kind of young. You know, Pat Bev. <laughs> Stop it. We're done with that segment. I think I think Cat is low key turning into a leader there. I think that he has the ability to kind of bring guys together. I mean, it, again, he's still young himself. I think that he has a voice in that locker room. Um, but again, at the end of the day, it's been they have, there's a lot of talent there in Minnesota. Oh yeah. There's always been a lot of talent in Minnesota. They just don't know Actually, what to do with it. More now than. Than in a while, yeah, right? KG like what? And Sprewell and I mean, KG Marbury were together. That was a that's true. That was a so very but, nice. But tandem. We're talking about nineties, right? Yeah. Talking, so again, it's been a long yeah, they time they had this type of talent. I don't know. Maybe they figure it out. I don't. I don't believe they will. Right. But I mean, we'll close out the NBA draft with the, with the fact that the Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks didn't listen to Denzel. No, nah, right? they left with nothing. They left with nothing. You supposed to leave here with something. I mean, what were they supposed to do? I mean, they didn't the Knicks have like three picks in this draft? They had the eleventh pick. Yeah, that was it. No, I, I, I could have swore they had more picks than that. Either way, they they're garbage. Yes. The Knicks don't want to be good. They got a Dukey in uh, the second round. Trevor Keels, he's a good defender. He should have stayed at Duke. Shout out to Trevor yeah, Keels, but I mean, I mean, good for him. But the Knicks just don't want to be good anymore, which is very disappointing. Yeah, because it's a mecca. You would hope it, eventually they figure it out. I like do Boston. like I do like basketball when the Knicks are good. Dolan got to get it's out. Only of right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not gonna happen unless y'all want to come up with a couple. Somebody will do it. Some somebody with enough money and influence will say enough is enough. 
That that is that they have a very large so. fan base and a lot of people with money. This is New York we're talking about. Somebody will say enough is enough. I don't know who it'll be. Somebody mm. will do it. I mean, I, yeah, Brooklyn shouldn't be the best team in New York. No, no, no. All right, well let's let's, let's stick with basketball. We're gonna move on. Uh, Kyrie Irving has opted in to his thirty six point five million. Now, I I feel some type of way about this. I've never seen $36.5 million in my life. Not yet. I haven't. Not yet. I like that. And at the same time, even if I do see it, if I have the option to say, you know what, I'm guaranteed to get this, mm. I'm not going to turn that down. So when I see that he's opted in for that at that 36 and a half, that still doesn't really mean much to me. That just says that, you know what, I don't know what I'm going to get out there or what y'all can get for me, but I'm going to go ahead and get paid in the, in the meantime. That's really all that, that that says to me. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think Kyrie doesn't really care about basketball. He's he's a hundred percent about Kyrie, and that's all that is. He's he sees the opportunity to get a large amount of cash, mm-hmm. and he's going to do it. I don't think he cares about whether or not the team is successful, because just based off of what happened this past season, mm-hmm. they were picked to be the a championship team and they were the only team in the playoffs that got swept think about that Kyrie and Katie the oh, only wow. team in the playoffs mm-hmm. to get swept so mm-hmm. if I, personally if I'm KD I'm having a heart to heart with my so-called buddy because <laughs> you, you're talking legacy when you're talking KD not necessarily Kyrie but a lot of people are going to throw darts at KD because he's supposed to be the best player in the world and if you got a, a a Robin who just shows up to work whenever he feels like it and other things off outside of basketball doesn't matter to him as much, that's going to be a problem for me because I'm the guy. So, yeah, I'm, I understand why he did it because I don't think no one's going to pay him as much as the Nets. So I get that, but if I'm Katie, I'm evaluating my my future with him. Yeah, the decision today, to me, for Kyrie to opt in doesn't mean a whole lot, okay. which is kind of odd. June 30th, that's the date I'm watching. He has to, until June 30th to sign an extension with the Nets. So today, I think, to the point you made, Pump, mm-hmm. today is about, let me make sure I get my cheese. All right. All right, cheese locked in, locked in my cheese. Now, June 30th, we'll say, okay, where are they really at, right? Are they really at, hey, he's committed to Brooklyn, Brooklyn's committed to him, which means KD is probably committed as well because he's a follower. <laughs> at that point, we'll see what they're really about right now. Where, where are they really at? Because right now, Kyrie opting in just says, that, yeah, Ky- Kyrie wants to lock in his money, which he should, yeah. you know. Right, do it. Right? Mm-hmm. I'll never, I don't anticipate ever touching 37 million dollars mm-hmm. but if you can do it you do it and then you figure out the rest later it's kind of what it feels like he's like hey i'm gonna just opt in get my money and we'll figure out the rest later i want to see what happens before june 30th i'm with that yeah i'm with that i, I, I mean it, it, to me it means a lot and we'll see what happens after that date um because i mean kd's not a free agent until 2026 but he can still force Brooklyn's hand to, to to trade him. Speaking of that, though, I was listening to Unc Shannon, 
Mm-hmm. And he said he said something that's really interesting about KD. He's never he's always fulfilled all his contracts. He's never opted out. He's never forced a team's hand. Mm-hmm. So I think KD is of the mindset that I'm gonna go down with the ship. I'm, I don't think he'll ever force Brooklyn's hand. I think if if Ka- Kyrie was was ever to leave, I think KD. Being that the the hooper that he is, I think he would take it upon himself as a challenge, you know, to take Brooklyn to the finals. I don't th- I don't foresee him trying to force Brooklyn hand. You know, in a weird way, I I'm probably gonna co-sign that, and I think I'm gonna co-sign it for different reasons. I think it's because in Katie's mind, he doesn't need to do anything else. Yeah, he's got he's got his finals MVPs. He's got two rings. In his mind, well, what else do you want from me? I, I, I won. I'm a winner. Like he, in his mind, he's a winner. It doesn't matter how he did it. Right. He's a winner. So at this point, he can just go and do what he loves to do best, and that's just play basketball. No matter, like he's not chasing anything. Right. And he's we, accomplished everything. We've all seen that he doesn't really care about what other people think of him. He's gonna no. do what KD wants to do. Yeah. At the end of the day. So yeah, he might just be there in Brooklyn, all by his lonesome, putting up thirty a game. <laughs> And going nowhere. If you're Brooklyn, what do you do? Um, if I'm Brooklyn, I if I'm Brooklyn and KD is gonna do that, then I try to trade Kyrie Irving for something for someone that will give Kevin Durant a chance to win a championship. Because you still have a an extremely valuable piece. Like Kevin Durant is still what, top five in the NBA? He's got to be the the third most valuable player in the NBA okay, as so, far as asset. Right. So at that point, if I can deal an expiring contract for, can I get Dame Lillard? Dame tweeted. Can it. I get um, <laughs> my man in in uh, Utah? I'm blanking on his name. Spider. Sp- can I get Spider Mitchell? Can I get somebody else to now team with Kevin Durant and now plug and play from there? I got like to me. I got a four year window. Kevin Durant is going to be thirty seven in the last year of his contract. I mean, he's got a lot of basketball under him, but he's still playing at an extremely high level. So, yeah. if I got that window, why not try to at least win? I'm with you on that. I think the type of team that KD needs around him is similar to Golden State, where there's not a lot of star, but it's just a system where they're just good basketball player because. KD, like you said, he just wants to play basketball the right way. That's mm-hmm. why he went to Golden State. And it's 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 gonna be hard because KD is not an alpha, and I think mm-hmm. he, he needs an he alpha needs one. in order to win yeah. the championship. He needs somebody in New York that will take like in all honesty. And it might be Jimmy Butler. <laughs> it, it might be Jimmy like 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 to me, and this is gonna sound really stupid because he's not that guy. But even having somebody dumb and annoying as Pat Bev. In New York with him. Uh, well, no, no, no. Not to lead the team, just to take lightning off of him because he's going to do dumb stuff and draw attention to himself, which is what KD needs. He doesn't want to be talking all the time. He doesn't, I mean, he's going to be that guy because right. he's Kevin Durant no matter what. But he just needs somebody. Now, if he had an alpha, if he did have a Jimmy Butler, then cool. Right. That would be perfect for him. But I don't think Jimmy's leaving Miami anytime soon. Uh, no. Nah, Jimmy liked that beach. No, nah, come on, as you should. Speaking of beaches, actually, I can't reference any beaches. I was wondering how you was going to swing that. <laughs> nah, <laughs> where are you going? Yeah, <laughs> nah, that wasn't going anywhere. Um, 
thievery. We talked about some thievery earlier. Good thievery. Stealing. Oh, man. <laughs> I love stealing from. In broad daylight. Well, stealing. Is this like a Robin Hood kind of thing? No like ski you, mask. You steal from the rich and give to the poor, but it's not nah, a poor thing. Nah, nah, nah. All right, so. This is bully ball. So this is give me my lunch money, yeah, is, give me yeah. lunch money kind of thing? Yeah, yeah give me okay. me. Go sit over there. All right, so. What you got for On the recruiting trail, Florida got muscled. Some belt Billy. I haven't used that term since probably like high school. So Somebody muscle? get muscled. Yeah. <laughs> They got muscle for a QB, mm-hmm. and they got muscle for a lineman. Mm. And what made the muscling even better is they got muscled by Miami, and they got muscled by Florida State. They did. Yes, you they love did. to see it. You kind of do. You love to see that, right? And one of the funny parts about it is the lineman <laughs> was actually <laughs> on a visit. So it's almost like you're on a date thinking about another guy if you're a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't even out of Gainesville city limits. Mm -mm. He probably hit that Guthrie's. So I couldn't wait. Right before you get on 75 and it was like, word? And then made that call. Yeah. Because that Guthrie's is is trash. They have one? It's trash. The city's a dump. I said this. I think you've mentioned that before. I think you might have mentioned that it's a dump. Nah, do it. It's a dump. <laughs> the city's a dump. The crystals don't even hit. Mm. I think what what Gator Gator fans would argue. <laughs> the sliders ain't sliding. No. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're going to argue that they're still ahead of both Miami and Florida State, which we don't care about. We got the dub this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are they ahead in like recruiting rankings? Yeah, right now, right now they're uh, twenty eighth. In the country, Miami's thirty six and Florida State's forty six. Seven days from now, I know Miami will be ahead of them. I I, don't, I can't speak for you guys, mm-hmm. but seven days from now, well, Miami will be ahead of them. Okay. I'm not following recruiting anymore until the last minute. Oh, you meant that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh. I mean, I keep my eye out there. I see the guys that commit, but I don't trust these kids at all. Fair enough. Money talks, and with the with your QB situation, you guys pay what? Nine point no. five million. No, no, we well, didn't. Well, 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 clear that no, up. No, we clear didn't. that up. Clear that up. Chill out, Mike Saban. I'm just saying. I <laughs> so that was it. Was an there it's was a lot an, of money involved. There was an on three article that came mm-hmm. out quoting. So the kid does have a representative. His last name is uh, Coppins or Collins or some 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 guy who is representing the kid. The kid is Jaden Rashad. He's a quarterback, four star quarterback out of Pittsburgh, California. And an on three article came out saying that. Miami offered him nine point five million, and Florida offered him eleven million, and that he still picked Miami anyway. Okay. The same night, that article also would go on to say the guy who represented him—I can't—I don't remember if it was Collins or, or Coppins, which is bad podcasting. So shame on me. That him and the infamous Miami booster John Ruiz, the billionaire, had been in conversations, and they worked this whole thing out. The same night the article came out, John Ruiz put out a, like, responded in tweet saying, I, like, we never talked about this kid at all. And then the representative of the kid responded says, Mr. Ruiz is correct. We've never talked, we've never talked about Jaden. Is what they both said publicly on Twitter. Now, and then today the kid came out, he put out his own statement saying, not why I pick Miami. There's no NIL deal. Da da da. It's, now, money, it's money involved. There Maybe absolutely not is money that, involved. 
There's absolutely money involved. I don't think it's that much money involved. There is some. I've heard anywhere from like a mil to maybe two. Something around that ballpark is maybe where the number actually is. And along with that, now this is held constant that Florida offered this kid more mm-hmm. than what Miami offered him, which makes it even more fantastic, right? It's like, you all because everybody all money talk, it's all about the money it's all about the money right. and like kids like i'll actually take less money to not go to gainesville mm-hmm. which because hey, it's a dump it's a thank you <laughs> i feel like that i feel like that gif of michael scott on the office thank you <laughs> it is a dump the city's a dump so this kid it, this is the this is the great part about it it's not as funny as as the office of life I mean, yeah that was being at the gas station. He was at the gas station. He got some hot Cheetos. He's like, you know what? I think I'm going to commit to Florida State. So it's not, it's, it's Couldn't not, wait. As, it's, <laughs> it's not as funny as that. A little Bart Scott action. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't, Can't wait. wait. No, so Jaden Rashada was supposed to commit last week. And the word was he was committing to Florida. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was the Saturday. He was supposed to commit last Sunday. On Saturday, he says, I'm going to push back my commitment an extra week. He's in Miami on Tuesday. Takes an official visit Tuesday. It was like a Tuesday to Thursday midweek visit. And then after that, the crystal balls start rolling that he's going to commit to Miami. Florida fans were in shambles. It was hilarious. It was beautiful. Oh, it was it was fantastic. And so literally they they got bullied. They got bullied by both. Now, they they knew on Sunday cuz he committed yesterday Sunday. They knew they were getting bullied for him. But Roger, Roderick, 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 Kearney? Yeah. Nobody knew that was coming. Surprise, but shout out to Atkins, man. I, Herm, Herm texted uh, me and Pump uh, earlier today, and I said in the group, man, we got to do whatever it takes to keep Atkins, even if it means Mike Norvell, take a hike. Somebody <laughs> You're the gonna, head coach. Somebody's going to come calling. The man signed 10 offensive linemen in the last cycle. He's got like seven old linemen, I think, recruited right now, doesn't he? Possibly. Like, since he got promoted. I think I, I think I saw it on Twitter, and I didn't, I didn't vet it. But I think he's got like seven old linemen committed already. Yeah. So it, that, it doesn't surprise me that he committed because I know the type of recruiter <laughs> that Atkins has been. But 30 minutes off of a visit? To the Porsche lizards, bro. Thirty minutes. It's a dump. Like you, like you got there and you said, "I know for certainty this is not yeah. where I want to be." Stadium's nice. <laughs> that is that is despicable. That's nasty work. I like it. I like it a lot. Oh, you gotta love it. I'm, I mean, we talk about what are we gonna talk about in the off season? This makes the off season fun. Oh yeah. Keeping yeah. up with these recruits and going back and forth with the fan bases and where kids are going to go if you're a college football fan. Yeah. Because I'm sure Florida's waiting to come back because you got the Cormani McLean kid. He, he took, the, he took the visit to Miami. He's not going to Florida. I'm not saying he's going to Miami. I was talking, to, Reg- to, I was talking to Reggie today. I told him he might go to Alabama and, and shock everybody. I, I think, I, would it be a shock, really, if the number one cornerback in the country went to no. Alabama? <laughs> no. They just sure. got Kool-Aid, Jakinsey McQuinstry. So... If he went to Jackson State, maybe it'd be that shocking. would be shocking. Did he co-sign that last night though? So you never know. Didn't did he get him like a, a million dollars yeah. to Jackson State and a million dollars to Howard? Yep. I think I saw. Yep. I, 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 for it. I do think Cormani's headed to Alabama. Like it just obviously there's a long way to go in his recruitment. There will be a lot of money involved. Miami got an official visit. Even coming out of that, 
I'm still like, even like the reports I read, I've been reading and listening. Apparently the visit went well. I'm still saying Alabama. I think Alabama is going to be too good to pass up for him, which can you really blame him? Yeah. I say no. But I think Florida's about to go on a run of more L's. There's also a running back who they thought they were going to be getting, who apparently is supposed to be committing to Penn State very, very soon. They lost a DN to the Gamecocks today. <laughs> they did. They, they lost that defensive end who committed yeah. to South Carolina. So Florida right now and Sunbelt Billy are – because here's the, here's the thing with recruiting, and, and I don't want to, you know, drag this on. Perception is reality. And if kids start to feel like other elite kids are – who are supposed to or thought to be going to Florida are not going to Florida. Other kids will start to think, well, well, maybe I shouldn't be going to Florida. And they yeah. did get they did get a four-star DN commit over the weekend. So give them the credit for that. Gavin Hill, I think he literally goes to like Gainesville High School or something like that. Yeah. He's like, I think he literally lives like down the street. That don't count. But perception is reality in recruiting. And kids are watching, they're listening, they're seeing what other kids are doing. That's one of the biggest things to me about getting a, for us, getting a Jaden Rashada. Kids want to play with other elite kids. And he's a borderline five-star quarterback. Receivers want to play with that. Running backs want to be next to that. Old linemen want to block for that. So for Florida to be missing out on these kids, it's not just that kid. It's the it's ripple trickle-down effect. effect, yeah. Correct. And I think that's the biggest worry for them right now, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta love it. You I'm, gotta love it. Hey, listen, anything where you we can slander, you know, Florida and see them just struggle a little bit. I mean, because in all honesty, I mean, clearly Florida is above, you know, my alma mater as a program it, right it, now. They beat us. And yeah. you can you can probably argue that they're above Miami right now as a program. So anywhere they can catch some L's, give them to them. Pile them on for all I care. Mm hmm. Please. All right. Well, I mean, that's that wraps up some nibblies. We didn't we didn't do our nibbly intro. We didn't really. I didn't really say that we were nibbling, but it's okay. Yeah, you didn't really give me like the signal. We just it's got all, right into. Yeah, it. we just kind of you know, dig right in. We do that. I'm gonna eat it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face some bills. Take a quick shot of something, and then we'll be back. Wrap it up with some uh, hockey talk. When you've been injured, you deserve help from an attorney that knows how to handle your injury claim. This is attorney Clinton Paris from the law office of Clinton Paris. For over a decade, I worked for insurance companies, and now I use that knowledge and experience to help people that have been injured. For a free consultation, call me, attorney Clinton Paris, at 813-413-7924. That's 813-413-7924 or at parislawoffice.com. At the law office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being hurt. Offices, Riverview. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladyrumpunch.com. Shake well and please drink responsibly. And we're back. Breeze. Air <laughs> let's, let's get it over. Rip with. it off. Like right. you always say, rip the Band-Aid off. All right. <clears throat> the lightning fell last night two to one to the colorado avalanche <laughs> that's fair that's fair um they fought hard man they they fought and it wasn't like colorado just took this series easy i mean anytime you see a six game series you know you, you feel like one team might have dominated the other team i won't say it was that um yeah. 
I think the Lightning had a lot of chances to win. Um, obviously, everybody goes through injuries. You know, the Lightning were, were missing one of their stars. I think, you know, Braden Point, he didn't do much, in, if anything, in games one and two, and then he was out for the rest of the series. It makes a difference when you don't have even your stars at 60 70 80%. It makes a difference. Um <sighs> Not taking anything away from the Avalanche, that's that's an amazing team. Yeah, they're they're a really good team. Um, and at the same time, I think John Cooper said something last night. It's like, well, yeah, the streak is over, but nobody said that we're done. And I mean, that's the best attitude to have because again, the core is still there. You guys got some uh, off season things to to worry about. What I think, Palat, he's a free agent. Yeah, Paul's a free agent. Jan Ruda, if you want to keep that over there. Um, so you got some things to think about. I mean, but the Lightning aren't done. And no, I think when Chad was here, we even talked about, you know, what's the potential of the longevity of this thing happening? Because you've seen dynasties and what the Lightning have been able to do in the cap era has been amazing. And it's because of the strength of your, your GM. He knows what he's doing. And I think that guys are invested in keeping this thing going. So. I mean, I want to give a shout out to the home team. You know, they, again, they fought hard. But three straight cup finals appearances, four in eight years. Hey, what? Right? Four, they've gone to four cups in eight years, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Six conference final appearances. That's yeah. that's amazing, man. So again, the run's not over. I don't I don't I don't want to do this as like some kind of uh memoriam or anything like that, but it's a break. It's a break. break in between. It's a break in between. I mean, it's it's really not even a break. So, oh. it's really weird. I'm I'm well, because I, I I fully believe we can come right back next year. What what do you need to do? Like what what, what needs to be added? Because it seemed like the Avalanche some at some points they were just too overwhelming for the Lightning to handle. Obviously, and and this is the biggest thing to me. And I, I don't want to make excuses. So let me let me let me start out by saying I don't want to make excuses. The Avalanche deserved to win this mm-hmm. cup. Absolutely. They were the better team. They were able to get crucial goals and crucial moments, mm-hmm. of which I'm used to seeing the Lightning do that. Right. And I get mean, away with too many men on the ice like twice. Well, they, they did get away with too many men on the ice. So when the, twice. Not to cut you off, but when the guy lost his, his, uh, his blade on his skate and he was crawling off the ice, was that too many men on the ice? No, that wasn't the too many men. Oh, okay. The too many men happened in game four mm-hmm. where the – the guy who came onto the ice early, not the game winner, yeah. end up scoring the game winner, which he they should have blew it dead. And Colorado fans would say, "Well, the Lightning had too many men on the ice, so then blow the whole thing dead and play four and four hockey." That aside, because I'm not here to make excuses, and I think Colorado deserved this cup. At the same time, going back to what I was starting, I was saying I don't even think this is a break because I don't see any reason why the Lightning cannot be back next year. And I fully believe that in the East, we'll call it the East, that we will still be the best team. I think the Rangers will still be good. I think the Leafs will, will still be good teams. But I, unless some, you know, and things will happen in the offseason, I don't see another team in the East with the star power or the depth that the Lightning will still come back with. Now, even if we lose Palat, which if, if we were to lose him, I would be, that would hurt. Losing Palat would hurt, but we're. I would like to believe we keep one of Palat or Nick Paul. 
at least one of them. And I think Andre Pilar is the kind of guy who might take a pay cut in order to stay. I like it. So even if we keep one of them, I still think we are more top-heavy than most of the teams in the East. I still think we have at least a top-two goalie in the East. If you want to say that Igor Shosturkin is ready to be number one in the East, that's fine. I, and I, I won't even bother arguing that. Let him have it. Vazzy will then be number two, which what are we saying right now, right? Right. I live with that. And so I see no reason why the Lightning cannot be back next year. My hope for next season is the exact same rematch, every team healthy, both teams healthy. Give me a rematch next year with both teams healthy because you cannot sit, you can't tell me that Braden Point isn't at least a one-goal differential. We lost three games by one goal, right? One in overtime, one in waning moments, and, you know, another one where they were able to get a goal in the third period and we couldn't. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me that Braden Point, who was the team leader in goals just last year in the playoffs, doesn't make a difference, right? And I think part of the thing, the part of the storyline for this was Nazem Kadri came back and Braden Point didn't, mm-hmm. right? Kadri came back, was healthy, gets a game-winning goal. I think in his second game, his first game back in the series, game four. Mm-hmm. That was his first game back in the series. He's a game-winner. Braden Point has that same ability. So I would love to see this same this same series again next year, both teams completely healthy. But Which is never gonna happen. It's possible. I mean, I mean, even just now, like you find out, I mean, we, we knew about Kadri's injury. Um, was it Burakovsky found out he's playing with a fractured ankle? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like I I saw when he took the the one puck off, I thought it was off his knee or something. Somewhere in there. Yeah, but then I mean, but that wasn't even the injury that that the, he's coming back from like a frac, some kind of fracture. You're, you're skating on a fractured ankle, and yeah. you're still playing. So you know that once these, like, I'm I'm very anxious to actually see the injury. All the injuries that yeah. come out, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the fun parts of like the hockey season right. ending, like the real injuries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that point, it's like you know you're never gonna get you know teams at a hundred percent. But even if you had like again, like even if you had Braden Point at sixty or seventy percent, he's gonna make a difference. Yeah, but Braden Point not fresh off of whatever he was dealing with trying to come back just like that. Like, I feel like even last year um, when you guys got Cooch back, he at least had time to ramp up. Yeah, he had been skating for like a month before he actually right. played. Like, Braden Point had just started skating in, what, the conference finals? Well, he got hurt in the playoffs. No, I'm so saying, but like, he like, just started skating again oh, during yeah, the You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but yeah. He, he, have, yeah, he didn't have ramp. time to ramp up. So if you have him back, clearly he's, he's one of your best players. He's a star. Yeah. Right. So have him back. It's it's, it's a different team. Um, is is the outcome different? I'm not sure. Only no. Yeah. Only because I'm, I'm again. Like you said, the Avalanche, they deserved it. Yeah. But even at even strength, you know, when you again when you watch that game, you watch the games that the Lightning lost outside of the blowouts. They were in almost every game. Yeah, I mean, the well, only games two and game three had mm-hmm. a more than one goal differential, mm-hmm. I believe it was. So you're talking about two teams that were fairly evenly matched. It was literally yeah. good on good. Yeah. Which, how often do we actually get like the two best teams in the cup final? That's right? right. Like, even though the Panthers had, they won the President's Trophy this year, at no point did I actually believe the Panthers were better than the Lightning. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe it. You can do whatever you want to in the regular season. You can it's be the like Phoenix Suns. 
literally, I was literally about to say the Phoenix Suns, right? Steve Nash, Amar Stoudemire, you can run and gun West Coast, whatever you want to in the regular season. That ain't got nothing to do with playoff play. Right. And I felt like, and even some of the media pundits were saying it, we, a lot of people felt like you got the two best teams. Yeah. Best team in the East, best team in the West. And it was a really good, aside from games two and three, it was a really, really good series. It was good on good. And it was nice to see. And I'm, I'm okay. It was a frustrating loss. Yeah, I'm about to say, you're not okay. You don't <laughs> no, I'm not, and that's why I yeah. paused. You ain't got a lot of us. You're not no, okay. No, I'm not okay, but... You understand. We've won yeah. two. You can accept so, the loss. Because it's like, they gave me. They just gave me back-to-back and, cups. And you know it's not the end of the road, because the, the core of this team is going to come back. You still have the same coach, one of the best goalies in the league. Management's going to find a way to piece together a good squad or even yeah. better squad. And yeah. like you said, there's not a lot of teams better than them in the East. So why why would they not make it back to this point? Yeah, and they know With how to do it now. Yeah. It, you, so you get a pointer back healthy. You know, even if we lose a Nick Paul, I think Hagel showed. I think he really Hagel. came on later in the the playoff run as he started to really really settle in. This team is still ninety eight. Sergachev, Sergachev is like twenty three. Yeah, so he's up and coming. Yeah, Sergey's young. He's still you know got a lot of hockey left in front of him. So. You know, there are going to be some defensemen we got to figure out. Corey Perry's old. We got to figure that out. But, and I'm get rid of that bum. Which he has now lost four straight I was going to mention that. Sorry, <laughs> Joker. Love it. I love it. And he ruined Pat Maroon's three straight cup streak. Love it. Bad luck, man. Yeah, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay, but it's hard to be upset or frustrated with this team. They just gave me back to back cups. They just went on a third cup run. They're still built to be able to make multiple more cup runs. And I always go back to what Pump told me in 2015 when the Hawks beat the Lightning. He's like, look, cuz, you guys are going to be around for a while. I always go back to that. And I didn't understand it at the time. I didn't really get it then. I was still newish in my hockey fandom. And now I'm like, no, he he's right. Because now we're seven years later. We just went to three straight cups, one, two, and we are still set up to go to more. And three cups in four years is still a dynasty. So, do you, do you still think they have a target on their back, or is, is it no target on their back this coming up, this no, coming season? No, everybody in the East is gun. So, those teams that have been so the Avalanche, which is why, why I'm, I feel like they deserve this, they've been building to this. The Avalanche didn't just wake up yesterday and, like, hey, we're going to compete for a cup. Yeah. The Avalanche have been building to this. It's one of the really cool things about hockey. These teams build to this. So, like, the Panthers are trying to be the Lightning. They're building their, they're building their organization to try to beat the Lightning. So, even though the Avalanche won it, the Panthers aren't worried about Colorado. Their target is Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I think the Hurricanes up in South Carolina, to, up in North Carolina, same way. Yep. They're gunning for Tampa Bay. The Mapes, yeah. The, the yep. Mapes. In the, so, all those teams in the, the Rangers – you know, the Habs who, you know, fell off this year. The Islanders who didn't have a great year. Those teams are gunning still for the Lightning. So, yeah. it's one of those like, it's like yeah, okay, Colorado won it. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'll deal, we'll worry about them when we have to. We're worried about Tampa. I, honestly, the Lightning or LeBron. Seriously. Literally. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter who wins. Like, who cares what, what the West is doing? Until LeBron leaves, <laughs> nobody's getting out of the East. <laughs> you gotta beat LeBron. 
right? So yeah, yeah. if you're not going to beat LeBron wherever he is in the East, like I was happy when he went to the Lakers. He, yeah. he, he did it a few years too late for me. But yes, get him out of here. So now it makes it a little bit easier for everybody else. That's still lightning. They're that's not a, going anywhere. That's a way to put it. So, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you want to be where the Lightning are. You want to be playing um, the Stars. You want to be playing the Avalanche. You want to get to where they're at. But you got to go to them first because, yeah, they're in the Eastern Conference Finals almost every time. Yeah. Beat us. Yeah. Shout, shout out to the Lightning, man. Legit. Shout out to the Lightning. And I, and I, I love, um, again, like I, I shared that, you know, that, that, that post with you guys um, from 2015, but it's like, Watching that, and I, I, that's that's like one of the best memories I have. Like with you and me going to that game. That's my best sporting experience. Oh, it's fantastic! It's honestly fantastic. But the way that you see, you know, the Lightning or the fans of Tampa Bay embrace the Lightning. That's how I honestly wish like would have happened in '08 when the Rays went to the World Series. Oh, you about to you about to get me on a rant? And I don't want to. I don't want to. And and and, and to be completely honest i know that baseball and hockey two totally different things like you can go to a hockey game and honestly take somebody who doesn't watch hockey is a complete novice and they'll probably walk away and say oh man that was fun i want to go back yeah you can't really go to a baseball game unless honestly it's the World Series or playoff baseball. Playoff baseball is different. Yeah, I was oh, gonna the say they, they brought the cowbell. Yeah, cowbells it's, 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 out. it's it's a lot different. No, the but again, is different. But yeah. again, just the support of throughout the, the season. Yeah, throughout the whole season, it's like yeah, you don't have to go to you know eighty one games. That's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a lot. The the World Series. The I didn't go to a World Series game. I think I went to a ALCS game. The ALCS game energy was a lightning Saturday game against the Rangers energy. Mm-hmm. Like that is like almost the peak of baseball's energy in the, like in the arena, like where you feeling like it's palpable, right? Mm-hmm. ALCS it's, which is to me the, the highest amount of energy I felt at a baseball game was just another Saturday at Amelie arena. It's crazy. And when you talk playoff hockey energy, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like you, I don't know. If it's hard to describe it. Have you ever yeah, been to where? I'm still trying to go to a hockey game. I still haven't been. So you, hear, you, hear yeah. you talk explain about it like, like that. I I know it's got to be crazy. When you when you hear people talking about like you feel like the roof is gonna blow off the building, that's how playoff hockey games are. Even the Rays games, I'm like, man, this is live. Like everybody's excited. Like, hey, mm-hmm. this is a lot of energy. Can you compare it's it to a, like a Florida State game or maybe a Miami game that you've been to? I've been, I've been to Miami, Florida State, in Miami. I've been to multiple Miami, maybe. Maybe like the 2017 Miami Notre Dame for like recent games. Yeah, all Miami fans who were at that game were like, "Man, that game was crazy." That Hawks Lightning game yeah. in 2015. Yeah, you could reach out and grab the energy. Like you could, you could literally, you could like see it. It, yeah. it was. I have not been in anything else like that. And I was it, at what 20 um, uh, 2017 Miami Florida State, the block at the rock. Yeah. yeah. I was there for that. And the end is like, we scored a, a, yeah, that, a game. Mm, that was nuts. a game. Yeah. Yep. And even still, no, Hawks Lightning. Jeez. Yeah. Like, in all honesty, like, like, like probably last year when we went to that Florida State Miami game, and what, when, when I think when Parchment caught that pass or whatever, 14. Yeah. The only good the play only of the thing year. that he's done. <laughs> like, 
at that point when you and me are trying to talk to each other and we can't do it, that's playoff energy almost throughout the whole game. Like it's it's like to this point, like, like again, we have, we have so many jokes from that game. Yeah. But like guys are yelling at you and talking trash. Like it's that you're on pins all and needles. Day. You're on the edge of your seat, like like what again for those moments. But again, hockey is that. So it's the greatest kind of sport. atmosphere in sports then. Maybe Ooh. a March Madness. I haven't been I have I was a kid when I went but to you, a final. You're saying four throughout game. the season though. And it just yeah, I, it, I it think goes to another level. Again, hockey like a yeah, like, hockey's just fun. Like again, it's it's back and forth action all the time. Like like imagine what it is in in the NBA All Star Game when they just start going on fast break after fast break after fast break. Just do that for three periods. This is guys actually trying. Yeah, but they're trying now. Right. It's, we, we got you. Got to go to a game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, enough, it's, it's said, go. enough said. Enough yeah. said. Yeah. So again, congratulations to the to the Avalanche. But go you know. <laughs> go, go Mapes somehow Season's over Somehow the Mapes get snuck in there We're undefeated Season's over Let's do this Sure <laughs> we're, all, zero, we're all back zero. at zero, yeah. zero. But yeah the, the Lightning definitely are done I, I definitely want to see them You know Continue going Because It's fun to watch It's fun to watch teams keep going And see how far they can take it Especially again When they're winning It makes it a, a whole different thing Like yeah. to me you, you can get there Get there and win that's the hardest part, and the lighting have done that two out of three years. So, shout out to the lighting, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. So you didn't come in here with your thunder. No. And somehow the Lord did it for you, but whatever. <laughs> I was gonna do it, but nah, I ain't gonna be petty. <laughs> Let's go. I completely understand the the questions that that are gonna come. I just wanna ask you one question. I know that these questions could go on and on each and every day. I just wanna ask you. Is that a real question? What, what you want me to say to that? I just want to ask you one question. Why you got to be so negative? I think about that. I don't know. Good ass question. I just want to ask you. Well, that's a great question. One question. So the NBA draft just happened. It did. Give me you guys' rookie of the year. This coming way, way too, Way too early rookie of the year. That's actually really tough. I mean, off the dome, you would think Paulo. You got to put Chet in there. No, I know you guys don't like him. No, what's the Chet's kid? not in there. What's the kid that just went to Houston? Jabari. Jabari. Give me Jabari. He should have went number one. I'm with. I I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, give me Jabari just to not take Paulo because the number one pick hardly ever wins it. Yeah, and, so give me Jabari. And plus, I still don't think that that that'll be his team. In in uh, uh Banchero? in Orlando in Orlando yeah I still think It'd be Cole's team. I think Cole's is yeah we'll say that's his team so yeah that's fair think I don't Cole's know. that guy I'm not saying he's that guy I'm just saying I don't know who is there in Houston to say hey I'm that guy Jalen Green who had a pretty good rookie season okay but I can see Jabari just because of his his size mm-hmm. and what he can do from an athletic standpoint the jump shot six ten. You know, defensively, I could see it. I, I could see Jabbar, and I think Jabbar is a little more athletic than Paolo. Okay. I was going to go Jaden Ivey with Detroit, right? Yeah. Okay. Is is that contingent upon your boy leaving? Who's trying to get out of Detroit? Jeremy Grant? He got traded. He, yeah, he's oh, with. Jeremy's uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Who's he with? Dame? Yeah, I think he went to Yeah, yeah he did he go to Portland. Portland. I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do, do, you think he'll, do you think he'll bump heads at all as, like, 
with Cade. Cade had a think, really good rookie year. I think Cade could just fall back into that floor general role, and you could have a, a slasher, scorer, playmaker kind of guy. Because I don't, I don't think Cade's an, a playmaker like that. Uh, I think I think he could Cade's run a, a score. Yeah, but he could run an offense. I think he. You could, realize he's like six eight, six nine, right? Is he? Yeah, Cade's. I like, thought he was. A, a true point like, guard. No, Kate Cunningham is like six. He's at least six seven. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Well, I, I, and plus, when he got there, because he was he was hurt the first part of the season, right? Yeah. So when he actually got on the court and got acclimated, he became yeah. Kate's a score. He became the leader on that. Well, not a leader, but the guy on that team. Maybe I need to watch more Detroit basketball. Uh, nah, well, nobody really. watches Detroit <laughs> yeah. basketball. But yeah, that I'm going with Jaden Hivey. Okay. All right. I'm mad at it. Hey man, way too early. I'm gonna make my. Way too early predictions in a couple weeks. Call the next NBA Finals champion again. I'm with that. Way too early. Way too early. Lakers. We got to start talking college football. Kaleo. Oh, man. Can't wait. Yeah. The fact that football is just getting kind of close-ish. Uh, yeah, it's like that the lather is starting to get there. Like, lather. even with college we get, we're talking in next NFL. Week. Oh, yeah, we start, we start talking you, college ball you, next are week. You, are you teasing it? You going to tease it now? Uh, we got eight teams, well. eight teams, eight weeks, Ooh. a bunch of guests. It sounds like somebody wants to host eight teams for eight weeks. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. I tried. Whatever. All right. Wrap it up. Episode 60, 64, 70. 74. There you go. Because you did 74 last week, right? Did. Miami Hurricane. <laughs> Miami Hurricane. Miami Hurricanes. John Random Campbell. white guy. Left tackle. Yes, sir. Jeff Jones. Black guy. Right tackle. Mm-hmm. John Campbell. Campbell. John Campbell sounds like a black guy. Name. Sounds legit. Yeah. No, they're all legit guys. It, are they? Yeah. No, I think you just fact made. check me. Is John Campbell a real guy? Yes. He sounds he, real. He's probably going to be the starting right tackle. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. I am Pump. Man to my right is Breeze. Yeah. Man to my left is Unkshay. Yeah. And we gone.